Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. More and more Americans are now aware of greenwashing in corporate America. That's when companies pretend to be environmentally friendly, when in reality, they aren't. But there's a new corporate trend that kind of reverses that idea. Instead of exaggerating their green commitments, more companies are keeping them quiet. It's called green hushing. And today, we chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about why companies that went green are now going dark. It's Tuesday, November 28th. Green hushing is kind of when companies who are working on sustainability initiatives kind of decide to keep it quiet. They're not going to make a big press release out of it. They're not going to make a big deal out of it. It's basically the idea that these companies are keeping their heads down while they work on sustainability issues and don't try to take a lot of credit for it or try to make a big public splash about it. As far as prevalence, it's still, I guess, a minority of companies who are engaging in green hushing, but it's a growing trend. As we note in the article that we wrote, the consulting agency Ernst Young, or EY, I think, as they're now known, comes out with a sustainability report every year. And they said this year, out of the 520 chief sustainability officers that responded to the survey, about 20% of those CSOs said that they were not going to make a big deal or, or not make any public announcements on ESG initiatives in 2023. That's, you know, 20% is not a huge amount, but the bigger point was that in 2022, when they asked the same question in his survey, it was only about 7% of CSOs, of chief sustainability officers who made that kind of remark. So even though it's still not a majority of companies, it seems to be a growing issue. So why are companies practicing green hushing? What are some of the political pressures, for instance, behind this trend? There's a number of reasons, but one, one of the main ones that we heard was that companies are just kind of sick of having to deal with the political minefield that comes with announcing sustainability projects. You could have seen it even a few weeks ago at a House hearing on sustainability financing, where Republicans in particular are kind of driving this quote-unquote woke narrative where companies that say they want to invest their monies away from projects that might get hit by climate change, for example, like, you know, might get hurt by, hit by a hurricane or, you know, they don't want, don't want to invest much more in oil and gas drilling because those emissions kind of drive climate change. So Republicans are really kind of taking the hammer to the issue. So companies are saying, we don't want to deal with it anymore. We just don't want to have to deal with reputation damage coming from Capitol Hill. On the left, there's still the idea that some progressive groups will label a lot of these ESG initiatives as greenwashing. So the companies have to basically come out and say, well, look, we are doing this thing that we think is going to help the environment. We don't want to have to deal with protecting reputation against charges that we're doing it just for the marketing. So it's kind of incoming from both sides. Right now, I think the weight of it is coming from Republicans, but companies are saying, no, we just don't want to deal with it. We're putting our heads down. We're not making any public announcements on what we're doing next. So it sounds like Democrats have been critical of companies who say they are committing to these green climate pledges and actually are not. And in the meantime, when companies do commit to these pledges, then you're dealing with a ton of backlash from Republicans. So hence the green hushing. 
But Democrats have, as we noted, long pushed for companies to be more thoughtful on these issues. So what are they saying about this new trend of companies now being silent on these pledges, even though they're still conceivably possibly making these pledges? Yeah, Democrats are worried that it's becoming an issue of speech, basically. Senator Sherrod Brown, the top Democrat on the Senate Banking Committee, say basically like, you know, ESG investing, it makes sense. It's like you want to make sure you're not spending money on projects that, you know, might literally fall into the sea or, you know, are exacerbating climate change. So his thing was that companies are still going to be doing this, but he kind of bemoaned the fact that they don't feel comfortable saying it anymore. So he was basically saying these companies need to stand up more for why this investing strategy makes sense and, you know, how it helps the U.S. economy overall. They're kind of looking at it as a speech issue and as fears that companies are getting too easily cowed by criticism from Republicans on on the way they invest their own money. And you also note in your story that there might be other factors besides political ones that are driving companies to practice green hushing. Can you expand on some of those other factors? Yeah. One of them was, you know, companies are normally kind of small C conservative in in their press relations. You don't see too many companies trying to make a big splash. I mean, I, you know, you'll see some advertising campaigns, obviously, out there from some of the bigger companies trying to do things. But companies like to control their message and they like to not attract a lot of attention in normal times. So some of this is a feeling that, well, well, we kind of went whole hog on the marketing. Maybe, for instance, when the Inflation Reduction Act got passed and all this new money was available, but we kind of revert to kind of putting our head back under the shell as we kind of move forward on on our initiatives. And, and another factor is, you know, a lot of companies are also thinking, we kind of made our promises two years ago. These next few years, we really need to concentrate on fulfilling those pledges and not necessarily trumpeting any new ones. So some of it's just kind of your normal business cycle stuff. But there is, as far as most folks I talk to, there is also a sense that the political pressures are causing them to maybe mute things a little bit more than they might have, you know, even in the normal course of business. Also, the United Arab Emirates plan to use its position as host country of the upcoming United Nations climate talks to discuss oil and gas deals with more than a dozen countries. Leaked documents unveiling the scheme were published on Monday by the Center for Climate Reporting. They showed that the UAE planned to promote its state-owned energy companies in meetings with foreign governments in an effort to progress business deals. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.